0: Hello and welcome to A Positive Look. This is Tony McIntosh, thanks for joining me. This time on A Positive Look, I've got a story of a young man, a gentleman, I'm not really sure how young he is, but uh, he's young in spirit. Sujo John and his wife moved to the United States from India in February of 2001 seeking a new life. He and his wife were in North, uh, in the North and South Towers of the New York World Trade Center when the unthinkable happened. The 9-11 terrorist attack brought the towers crashing to the ground. Sujo's survival proved to be life-changing. and has got an organization. It's called You Can Free Us. It's a humanitarian organization that fights human trafficking around the world. And human trafficking is the most underreported tragedy of our times. Sujo John is also very much a champion of prayer. And will be speaking at the uh, Day of Prayer in Rome, Georgia, coming up on May 6th. Uh, He talks about the importance of prayer, and he shares a little bit of his experience September the 11th,
1: 2001. I think there's so much that we can pray for. We can pray for unity in this country. We can pray that God gives wisdom to the leaders of this country, and more importantly, that America would continue to be the shining light for the nations of the world.
0: You and your wife came to uh, the United States back in uh, 2001 and uh, you were in New York for a, a period of time right before the 9-11, September the 11th, nine, uh, uh, 2001. Uh, you were in one tower, your wife was in another tower. Share that experience. What, I mean, you're saying, I, we've only been here for a few months. What is going on? Well, I,
1: I came to America in February of 2001, and often people ask me, what brought you here? And I just said, I came here to chase adventure and prosperity. This is the greatest nation in the world. And that's what draws people from all over the world who know that in this country, it doesn't matter what background you come from. If you can add value, you will always rise to the top. Uh, so that brought me here. And I was completely overwhelmed when I came to America because the culture was so foreign and new to me, but this incredible opportunity to make something uh, out of my life for something that was really exciting. So I find work on the 81st floor of the North Tower of the World Trade Center with a telecommunications company called Network Class. My wife finds work on the 71st floor of the South Tower with this company called Morgan Stanley. So everything going well for us. And, uh, you know, my wife is four months pregnant with our first child, and and 9-11 comes up. Mm.
0: What, uh, I I mean, you both were in the towers at the time of the attack. Is Is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, we were both, uh, I was there and she was late to work. I was on the 81st floor. So uh, early in the morning, um, an American Flight 11 carrying 10,000 gallons of jet fuel comes crashing in. And part of the wing of the plane tears into my floor. Uh, you know, what followed was this fire and destruction and, and uh, you know, us attempting to exit that building. I come down 81 floors, uh, went to the second tower to look for my wife and the building collapsed. Uh, I was buried in the debris. So I was eventually rescued. I was one of the last guys to be rescued. And I can't wait to share more of this story when I come to your community here in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's a story of God's deliverance, uh, but it's also a story of how on 9-11, when America faced an enemy that is still very real, that threatens everything that this country has been built on, when they came and attacked America, the response America gave back to that evil was firemen, policemen, who uh, stepped up, who laid down their lives so that others like me would be around to be sharing our stories. And again, that's what makes this country so great, that when this country goes through tragedy, uh, there are men and women who respond to the challenges of time, whether it's fighting for the cause of freedom and showing up in Iraq and Afghanistan, whether it's fighting for, for uh, civil liberty and for, for to make sure our communities are safe, there are men and women who are right now wearing uniforms and are in our cities, fighting and protecting America. And, and for me, someone coming from America, uh, that just blew my mind how much value people put on life, human life here. No other country can say that. America is ready to do anything and everything uh, for the cause of freedom and, and put humans above everything else.
0: You also uh, head up an organization called You Can Free Us uh, that fights, continuing uh, talking about uh, fighting for human rights and, and fighting for mankind. Uh, It's a humanitarian organization that fights human trafficking around the world. What got you interested in in supporting such a a noble cause as that?
1: Thank you for asking that story. It was primarily my rescue story. You know, I was rescued, pulled out, uh, and that experience totally changed my life. I started traveling with my story. I started getting exposed to the needs around the world. And I saw the Red Light District once, and when I saw the Red Light District, it, it just blew my mind. I saw women and children kept in cells and cages, three feet by six feet. And I began to hear their stories, how they were forced to see up to 30 men every single night. And hearing these stories, I felt like, wow, in this time and age, this goes on. And I was reminded of what happened to me on 9-11, that I was trapped, but somebody came to rescue me. And uh, I just felt that's leading me to start this movement, which, which is actually now rescuing women and children around the world from forced sex slavery, but also from uh, forced child labor. Um, and by the way, when you talk about human trafficking, um, I tend to call it modern slavery. That's kind of an umbrella word. Uh, human trafficking and modern slavery is one and the same. Uh, it is such a problem in America. Uh, I know I'm speaking to an audience near Atlanta. It is a big hub uh, there. Unfortunately, child trafficking, uh, Atlanta is known as uh, having the highest numbers in the entire country. Um, and what happened in Atlanta just a few uh, weeks ago was very tragic where young men went and, 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 and killed and murdered uh, people that worked in these massage parlors. And the tragedy was horrible, and my heart goes out to the families of those that died that day. Unfortunately, the media twisted that story. Uh, that story was, I hoped, what would be a story of how there would be exposure to the fact that there are, that there are unlicensed massage parlors in our communities across this country, and prostitution is happening in these massage parlors. So instead of instead of the, the community and the media talking about that, they twisted the story and made about uh, about uh, you know race. Uh, it was not about race. This young man uh, struggled with an addiction, and he he was crying out. He said, "Yeah, it's an addiction." It was horrible what he did, um, and I, my heart goes out to the ones that died that day. But this is what goes on in America. We I raise money from across America to fight slavery on the world, and my heart breaks that in our cities this is going on as as you and I are talking and those are listening to me, there are young women that are being trapped in, in this in America. And so it's time that our city across the city wake up, our mayors wake up, sheriff's department wake up and go bust these operations where women and children are kept in the most horrible conditions in America. We go fight for freedom for people in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's time to fight for freedom for those in our own cities.
0: You, uh, you know, and this is not just a, a, a problem here in the U.S. I mean, you've got uh, several uh, safe houses and training centers around the world, including uh, not only in the U.S., but Canada, U.K., Poland, India, and Norway. And uh, are, are these areas that were, are, are very high in this type of uh, human slavery, as you say? Uh, you know,
1: sir, human slavery or modern slavery is prevalent, like I said, in every country and every zip code. So it, it's all over the world. No community can say that this is kept us. especially with the advent of the internet. Uh, predators lure our children online. But yes, in some countries, this is a big problem. Like in the country of India, where our biggest project is, India has the highest number of victims of modern slavery, just because of the sheer size of their population. But like I said, it's, it's, it's everywhere. I, um, in rich neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, uh, it, it's everywhere. And this is truly one of the evils of our time. And in some countries, like North Korea, we all know what's going on in that country, where literally the entire country is in slavery, or parts of China, especially in the Xinjiang province, where the Uber community, uh, they are being kept in forced slavery. Uh, and unfortunately, American companies go set up shop in these places, and when you and I buy these products, we're actually fueling human slavery. So there was a study done, and it showed us that if you are middle class and above, based on the consumption patterns that you and I might have, there are 50 human slaves working for you and me. Now, that number is, is mind-blowing, whether it's making, uh, there's mining for parts that will go over eventually into chips into our phones and laptops, or the way in the clothing industry where people are being forced to work in the car industry or in garment manufacturing establishments around the world. These are slaves. They are forced to work. Their basic human rights have been stripped out of them. Children forced to work in the most unimaginable work conditions all because in the Western world, we're looking for a cheap product. We consume, in the Western world, G20 countries, we consume some $350 billion worth of goods and services that could have been touched by slavery. So one of the ways to end this is to be more conscious as consumers and uh, befriend brands that are ethical. Question brands and ask them, do you have a modern slavery statement? Is your supply chain clean? Uh, the United Kingdom in 2015 and then Australia passed amazing laws. In the U.K., it's called the U.K. Modern Slavery Act. If you make 36 million pounds or more turnover as a company, you're mandated by law to actually have a modern slavery statement but also declare that your supply chain is clean. California has kind of a uh, kind of weaker kind of a law. It's called the California uh, you know, uh, Transparency Act but America needs the law so that our manufacturing companies that go into different parts of the world, uh, they will uh, make sure that the goods are being produced in environments that's safe for people there. They've been given a fair age, and that you and I, when we go to a Walmart, we're not consuming stuff that's being made by poor people that are being oppressed around the world.
0: i talking with Sujo John, who is uh, going to be headlining the Rome Area Prayer Breakfast on the National Day of Prayer, and uh, a 9/11 survivor uh, coming to the country in February of 2001, right before the uh, uh, that tragic event happened, and also is a champion for uh, ending uh, human trafficking. Uh, and here in the last uh, last few moments here, the importance of prayer in your life over the last 20 years or so. I, I it, it sounds as if you have found uh, where this can fit in. Uh, now more than ever and and what are your thoughts on uh, uh the national day of prayer and what it means for uh, our country and our community and the world me about my journey
1: about why i came to america and one of the things that i fall in love for with america is because knowing what this country has been founded on i i i'm, I'm proud to say this and i i don't make uh, excuses for saying this uh, and I'm going to say this again. Um, America has been founded on nothing less and nothing more but the gospel of Jesus. That is the foundation of this country. So prayer is, is an integral part of this country. There have been generations of Americans that have gone before us. And there are, gener- there are generations of Americans right now who on their knees cry for America. And that's why we are the country we are. And, and so prayer is everything. Our leaders need prayer. All of us need to humble ourselves and come together. Prayer is one thing that we can all do, and we can do it any way we can, we can. But I'm excited about National Day of Prayer because there's an emphasis, um, and it's almost so a reminder that this, is, this idea called America has is, is been established on nothing more and nothing less but God's word. And God's promises is that he will always exalt a nation that, that will be righteous. So we need to return to a place of righteousness, uh, and perhaps uh, with everything going wrong in our country right now, uh, this is a great time. So I can't wait to be in your community. I know it's a, it's a free event, but you need to register. So perhaps you can give information on that. But I can't wait to come to your community. I was supposed to come last year. And because of COVID, I'm a year late. And all of you that are going to come, you're a year late. But, but now that <laughs> things are getting better, uh, it'll be fun to gather together and just pray for this nation. So can't wait to be there. Can't wait to see all of you.
0: As you can tell by his sense of humor, things uh, are very positive with Sujo John, even though coming through tragedy and also uh, trying to help others overcome their situations. And again, his organization, You Can Free Us it Fights, this modern-day slavery through advocacy, rescue, and rehabilitation. And uh, his fight has encouraged a network of global leaders to raise their voices against the evil of our times and you can free us currently operates safe houses and training centers and strategic intervention hubs in the u.s canada the united kingdom poland india and norway Uh, and uh, also he's been featured uh, in national and international media uh, like national geographic bbc the cbc the associated press london times and the national post and so glad he was able to join us on a positive one you know what? He's got something there. Prayer can uh, be the answer to a lot of things, just about everything. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time on A Positive Look. Have a great day.